Hey yo, whose man's is this? Who you talking about, bruh? I'm talking about them dudes over there. Bro, what dudes over you there? Don't see them dudes over there. No, bro. Who, man? Tell me. What up, do everyone? Welcome to another episode of Whose Man's Is This? I'm your host, Ron Adon, aka Mr. Taylor May. Also in the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's good with it, dude? Excited to be with y'all, talk to y'all. You know what it is, we're about to get out here and talk about some folks, so I'm going to let Brian take over. Yo, my name is Asad Khaled, <laughs> flyest baby on the planet right now. Match my fresh if you want to. You'll never do it, but you can try because you're you're okay. I was going to say you're better, but we know that's not the <laughs> truth. No, really. How you guys doing? Happy to be back for another week. That to you, hey. Ron. So, you know, first off, let's, let's check in on ourselves. How y'all doing? How you doing? Conrad, how's your week been going? It's good, man. Finally got my first two weeks, about to be two weeks of work at the hospital. So, you know, back in the groove of things. Can't wait for that young paycheck to come in, but things are going well. Other than that, I'm good, man. Oh, I know that feeling. Waiting on that first paycheck, you just sitting there hungry, waiting on it. Man, bro. I'm over man, <laughs> every day you check in. Oh, man. I'm over here uh, scrounging, making sure I ain't spending more than I need to spend. <laughs> Until that first check comes in. You trying to go out That's to eat? Not- no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm straight. No, I got some noodles in the fridge, dog. I'm straight. Yup. Nah, I got some noodles and hot sauce. Nah, I'm good. We good. Y'all want to go? No, actually, never mind. Y'all eat all my 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 rations for the check. You be looking for the check every day, knowing good and well it's going to be Friday. But maybe, hey, maybe they can do it early. <laughs> Yeah, I got my right address, right? You <laughs> need some more information? Oh, okay. All right. Oh, Kyle, man. You up so early tomorrow. Just waiting. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I went to HR just to make sure. <laughs> how about you, Shockley? How you doing? I'm good. I've been helping uh, my girl move for like the last, it feels like the last year, but it's only been four days. Uh, but we made it, been in Dallas all week, so I'm enjoying the weather, uh, you guys got some weird bugs, <laughs> and too many, too many things slithering around, I don't like to play with stuff like that, but I'm enjoying myself. How about you, Ronald? Me? I've been doing pretty good, uh, I spent the weekend out in Jamaica on a family vacation. With Must me, be nice. <laughs> It was nice. I Say that one more time. <laughs> it was pretty nice. We were out there in Montego Bay. We uh, saw some beautiful beaches. The scenery was dope. We were um, at a nice resort. They took care of us, which is all around a good trip. Lots of good vibes. What was your favorite part? My favorite part was this excursion we went on. We were we went out to this waterfall. I wish I could remember the name of it for y'all, but I can't right off the top of my head. But we basically we hiked up this waterfall. So imagine any hike you don't been on, and just except for now, you got a bunch of water flowing down at you. And it was as crazy as it sounds. It was so much fun. We all had a great time. 
That's dope. Hey, like who? I wonder, like who came up with that? Like who thought that was, it was an actually idea? my mom? Like, oh, that's water. They rocks. told her about it. She was like, yeah, we're doing that. <laughs> no, I mean, like originally, like who who invented that? Excursion? Oh, hey, I don't know who that person is. Like, hey, we gonna climb up some walk or some rocks and water, and that's gonna be cool. And then they have the audacity to start charging Sweet people man. to do it too. Oh, you want to do it too? <laughs> right. <laughs> you want to be outside? Ten dollars. <laughs> oh, you like this? Okay. <laughs> Fifty dollars. Come on. <laughs> hey, Loki. Uh, Ron, I thought you were about to say your favorite part was making your own Hennessy drink. <laughs> now that that was definitely a highlight. Like I don't think I've ever been in any place that just put out a bottle of Hennessy and said, "Have yourself, have, have, like do what you want with it." Like I almost took it back to the room. <laughs> do y'all know who I am? <laughs> but no, it was great. I made me a couple of drinks with it, and it, we had some fun. It was great. You beefing with your liver? Nice. Actually, we haven't spoken in quite some time, so I'm not sure what the deal is. I, I saw him sign the other day, so I think that I may be getting served soon. I don't even know. Well, I don't think so, man. A couple more weeks, and it's it's birthday bash. So <laughs> I'm gonna try to be on my best hey. behavior until then, because I need him for that. <laughs> He'll be he better come back. <laughs> <laughs> better come back. I'm gonna, cut, uh-huh. I'm gonna take you out. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get down to business. Y'all know why we're here. We're about to find out who's out in these streets wilding recently. And, man, it's been a lot of people out here. But I think I got to start off with, first off, the biggest one I saw this past week or so has been the BET Awards. And I just got to say, I want to figure out who as many as it is as an entire organization. Like, anyone who's, everyone from the CEO <laughs> down to the intern who's getting coffee, all y'all need to figure out what's going on over there. Did y'all get a mm. chance to see some of the show? Nope. <laughs> this is hot. This is the first year I've ever missed the BET Awards, and it's random because my girl don't have BET. Who don't have <laughs> BET? Like I didn't even know that. Was, I thought that was illegal for you not to give somebody BET. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought we were old BET. <laughs> nah, but I heard it was. Uh, it was uh, a notch above trash. Now, before I go into talking about all the reasons bad. why it was indeed trash, I will say there were some highlights there. Like, there were some, definitely some great performances. The New Edition tribute, if you haven't seen that, it's definitely worth going to go look up. They did some pretty cool stuff there with the original members and some of the people from the recent movie. Like, that was dope. Uh, SZA also had a dope performance. Even though they tried to hold her back in the beginning, they were trying to play around with her interests, but she managed to pull it through that and do some real dope stuff. And I even felt like um, there were a couple of spots where, like, in the between things, they were introducing people and they were having some issues, but the people themselves who were coming out on stage, like um, Issa Rae and Yara Shihidi, like, they had their moment to shine. It was, it was great to see them out there and doing their thing, so... Though it was definitely, there were definitely were some bright spots out there, but just overall, the production value just drove the whole thing down. Like, imagine you staring at your TV for 30, 45 seconds, and you just look at the BET stage, and it's looking back at you like, what's good? Are you <laughs> serious? That's real life what happened. Damn. <laughs> wow, some, somebody had to get fired. And then they, they, 
Hey, they introducing the wrong person. How did Leslie Jones like, do? Someone, so Issa Rae came out on stage and introduced her as someone else completely different. So she's just standing there like, um, well, that's not who I am. <laughs> she, she, not today, Satan. <laughs> she did the best she could with it. Then they finally did get it right. She had her moment. But man, I just like, you would think this was a high school production with some of the mistakes they were making. This is basic stuff they were getting wrong. Wow. Wow. How did Leslie Jones do? Now, personally, I try to be a fan of Leslie. Like, I want to support her, but I did not laugh once at anything she did on that stage that I saw. And I only saw about 60% of the show, but she did not make me laugh. And I hate to say it. <laughs> I don't know why. I, just, I can just picture Ron sitting down trying to laugh so hard. He's like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that wasn't the one. I thought it was going to be the one. Nope. <laughs> just not going to do it. <laughs> I wanted it too, man, but do y'all, y'all, y'all uh, check her out? I want to, like you said, I want to be a fan of hers, but I just don't get yeah. it. I laugh sometimes on Saturday Night Live, but it's like as a whole, all she does is the same thing. Like, she yells a lot. I was just about to say that. I feel like she's just loud. Yeah. And that's definitely what you got a lot of during the show. Like at moments, yeah. it felt like she would just see somebody and just decide to yell at them. And that was her whole idea. Like she, that's what she had on her note card: point and yell. <laughs> <laughs> a point there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she is funny. Um, I know that, and I feel like she doesn't do herself. Um, she doesn't like. I don't know, give herself enough credit or allow people to really like her uh, because she, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I just wish that she would uh, show us more of her talent as opposed to like the same old, same old that we see all the time from her. Yeah, I think I get what you're saying. Like, don't become a character of yourself. We want to see her, we want to see a lot of different emotions out of her. I get that. Yeah. But I tell you, I think i Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Conrad. No, I, don't, I didn't have anything to say about her. I was just going to say the new edition uh, uh, performance. The thing I think I like, I love most, I love that they brought out the people from the movie. Because, in a way, it's been like, what, seven months since that movie came mm-hmm. out? So it's like one long tour, if you will. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, I love that I heard that New Kids on the Block kind of gave them a shout out during the the um, either the intro or or maybe it was just on Twitter. I don't know, but I appreciate that because for once it's a white <laughs> white band or white talent saying, "Hey, we would not be where we are if it were not from you," which you don't see often. So, That's dope. Kudos to New Edition. Yeah, definitely kudos to them. Now, hey, can I say something that might be controversial? Though? Here we go again. Mm. This is about to be hive. I'm about to just cancel the podcast. But you ain't gonna yeah. no, no, no. And we're <laughs> I am done with that lady. No. Okay. So go ahead. Then. Is new edition is new edition really talented? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You, know I, you think so? 
I guess I say that because, like, only, like, two and a half of them can sing. And what do the rest of them do? But their appeal was bigger than just their voice. It was, like, about who they were as people and, like, the, the style and the way they all, the dancing. Even though it was down to the personalities. That's what, basically what it was down to. Even if you only had two people carrying the actual music. True. And I guess if you think of, like, other acts from that period. Yeah, it was. They weren't all singers. Yep. As well. So. At the time, they were the, at the time, they were the controversy. Thing, though, so. Man. Have you guys seen that movie? I have not. I've only seen pieces of it. Yeah, same here. It was pretty damn good. I learned a lot. I didn't know I cared that much. I didn't even know I knew that many songs of theirs, to be honest with you. But uh, I downloaded some stuff after. I uh, I learned the routine to If It Is In Love. I, I know like half of it, which is like one dance move. But <laughs> it, it was cool. It was cool. So what else happened during the awards? Well, I'll tell you about the two worst things that I think happened that night. First off, why do they keep bringing Chris Brown back to us? Like, every time we're ready to forget about him, they just say, hey guys, he's still here. <laughs> Here's what <I> <laughs> I'm so... You know what's what? weird? I haven't seen not one clip, not one picture, not... I didn't see anything about Chris Brown other than people... Like saying he performed, <laughs> which is weird because usually you see like a recap on Instagram or some Chris Brown fan. I don't know what they call themselves. Yeah, you're right. The, the Browns, <laughs> but I ain't see nothing. Right, it wasn't even was any that, that came out of it. Like that's crazy. The people really don't want that man see that man. You know what's funny? The thing that I saw about Chris Brown performing the BET was when he did the Michael Jackson tribute. That was the first thing I saw after the BET Awards yeah. this week. <laughs> wow. And, I mean, since you brought it up, Conrad, I didn't do it, but you did. It's been, what, nine years? No, no, no. I can't count. One, two, three. Eight years since we lost Michael. That was that Sunday. And I heard they didn't even do any type of tribute or anything. I feel like you should tribute Michael Jackson at every award show. Don't at me. All right? <laughs> Stand by. And to the end of time, just every show? To the end of damn time. And here's our annual Michael Jackson tribute. <laughs> 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 play a video or something. Hell. <laughs> you know what? I actually wouldn't hate that. If they just played a music video or something, I wouldn't hate that. <laughs> I mean, hell, if we're looking at the stage for 40 seconds, I'm sure you could play a video in that little bit of time. Bro, that's the thing, though. They didn't even play a video. They didn't do anything. They just was just there. It was literally empty stage. Looking at that stage, and it was silent. And me and my girl looking at each other like, what is going on here? <laughs> and Yo. They, just, they finally just tried to play it off. Like, and here we go. It's crazy. What was the other worst part? So, it could have been just me, because I know that there are a lot of people out there who loved it, but when Khaled brought his son out there, I feel like why are you are you exploiting this kid so much? Like, he's even. I don't think he's even a year old yet. Wasn't he born this year? He's not. A, he's yeah, not a year. Only like eight months. Eight months. Got a album cover. Celebrities matching him. It's like at first I was on board. I thought like, oh, this is great. He's showing so much love to his son. He's being a great role model for other fathers. That's awesome. But then it kind of feel like 
it went from being just something he was doing because it was genuine so like it became his, his new thing like how major key was the whole thing around the last album his whole thing with this one is how much he loves the sun it's starting to rub me the wrong way I I get that. I agree. Like, go ahead, Conrad. So I agree with that. Um, I mean, I will say to him that one thing I love about DJ Khaled is just how positive he is. He's all about like positive energy, positive vibes, and he like shows that to his son, and that's dope. Like I always joke with my uh, roommate that Hassan's gonna have the most positive affirmation any kid in this world I think will ever have. Like just oh, yeah. <laughs> like this dude will be happy for life. And if he ever became depressed, I don't know what would happen to Khaled. But outside of that, I feel like yeah, he's just doing the most. Like he's doing too much. This kid, let the kid be a baby. Like then again, of course you're not seeing what's behind closed doors and what's not. But still, like he's putting a majority of the kid's life on social media. Right. Like. I mean, then what other assumptions can we make? And I don't like to assume, but it's just from the media side, I feel like let the kid be. Yeah, I feel like part of it is a first time dad being totally infatuated with his son and wanting everyone to feel that love. Like, oh, my God, this is I've never felt a love like this before. I want to share it with you guys. And then there's a part where it's like. Oh, and he's cute, and he can sell a lot of records. A lot of women are going to listen to me that haven't listened to me before. Mm. Oh, perfect. Wake that baby up. Let's bring bring him (laughs) on stage. Yeah, that's true. Get up. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, but, man, that baby richer than me. True. Well, yo, it's crazy that you mentioned that that, about Khaled always having positive vibes, because literally just today, a video surfaced of, of him doing a meet and greet. Where he would literally, like, you would walk up next to him. He would be sitting there. He would sign your thing and just toss it back to you. Never even looks up. He just goes right back to looking at his phone. No eye contact. Not even a word. He just, like, really this is on video. You can't, like, ain't no denying it. You see, that's why I don't, like, that's why it's always hard to, like, read people off of what they do in the media. Because he was on this, um, he was being interviewed. I forgot the lady white lady who's on ABC a lot. He was on an interview with her and um, she was asking about like the negativity in the world and like how um, like how it affects, how how is he like protecting, well she asked him like because he doesn't say Trump is his president and she asked him why don't you call him your president and of course he went on this whole tangent about you know, he doesn't mix well with the people. He doesn't bring good energy to the people. And, like, you know, a lot of people don't understand him and not in a good way and all this stuff. And then he was saying the reason I thought I called Barack my president is because he was for the people. He loved people. He had good energy, good vibes. You know, he kept saying that over and over. And the lady was like, but isn't that a little too far from what you expect in life? And then he was just he he. Of course, repeat is like, so you're going to live yourself in a negative lifestyle this whole time. And if there's a lot of negativity around us, like I'm the president of my son, I'm going to try to make sure he's happy. He's, you know, doing all this stuff. So it's crazy to like even think that after he left that interview that he would probably wouldn't based on what you just said around about that video that he would just if you saw someone come up to him, he would like ignore them. If that's what he's trying to, you know persuade people that he's all about good vibes if that's just a social media act or is that just him in general 
right? Because he had yeah. to know that the yeah. cameras are on him. Yeah, he's easy. I will say, though, <clears throat> I will say, like, as a, like, from what I've heard about other celebrities who, I mean, one, let's start off with the fact that they are just people. They are. Right. And I couldn't imagine being at lunch or going to the bathroom or just wanting to do something normal and someone feeling that they have the right to come up to me and bother me and ask me to do something when I'm, you know, in the process of doing something else. So I feel like that's on one hand. But on the other hand, it's like, yeah, if you are, if you, if you've made it this far and we've gotten you there, in some way, this is sad, but we feel like we own you in a bit. Hey, if it were, if it wasn't for me, you would not be where you are. So you should sign this picture or take this picture or whatever it may be. It's a it's a weird it's a weird dynamic, really. I just think that if you think about it, let's be honest. Like DJ Khaled was famous, <clears throat> but until Snapchat happened, to be honest, I didn't hear about DJ Khaled and use much other than when he dropped the album or he produced something, right? So now, like, ever since Snapchat became big, he, he became famous of all that, you know, another, uh, all the another one, or booming, asking about all those questions on Snapchat. You know, when he hit that tour, he was all over the fans. I love my fans. I love my fans. You know, I'll do anything for my fans. So, of course, the people watching Snapchat and watching social media are like, oh, I can go up to DJ Khaled and he's going to say I love you. Or, you know, or he's going to say, you know, good vibes or something, you know. If I was a big DJ Khaled fan, that's what I would expect because he persuades that on the media that we boost him on. Like you said, like we helped him get to where he is. So like, I don't know. I see the, both the human side and the, the celebrity side, but I feel like he, his persona is that like, I'm a celebrity and like, I'm a people's person. Like my fans, I'm not going to shun them away because you know, I'm all about bringing good vibes and good people around me. Well, I think that's the thing to note about this situation is that he this was at a, a meet and greet. So this was like a situation that he set up to come meet him, and he was being an asshole to people. So that's why I don't understand how could he how he did that. Yeah. Uh, do either of you still follow? No, I stopped. Oh, I never did. <laughs> Was that was just too much. much. Yeah, it, after that first like two months, I was like, "All right, I'm over this." <laughs> it's like I can't stop following them. <laughs> you still do? Every day I check in. <laughs> I know how Assad is. I know like You're part of the problem. I know Assad's starting to work. I know it's starting to walk and stuff. Like, man, I just can't quit it. Like, <laughs> like, oh shit, Cali posted. <laughs> like, it's hard. It's hard out here. We ain't even really got to go back to the BET show. I'm all done with that. But, Conrad, you can tell us about something that happened afterwards. Yo, so the only thing that I've seen, <clears throat> actually, that was probably the first thing I saw, was the interview with, is this, what's the guy's name? I know he goes by, I think, AK. What is it like? DJ Academics. Academics or something like that? Yeah. So yeah, he had an interview with uh, the Migos after the show, and he's with his uh, co-host, um, and Joe Budden was also there. And yes, Joe Budden's back in our podcast. I think he might be an honorable member by now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> might as well. <laughs> but so, I'm sure everyone has seen this by now, but they're having an interview, and the host of the show asks, um, who was it? Was it Off? Uh, take Off? 
Man, whoever. Yeah, one of the Migos. One of those guys. And he was talking about how... He goes to the third power. (laughs) 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 But he he was asking... He was like, basically, uh, he's a big fan of them. And he was like, you know, talking about their music and how they're like close together. And he also made a comment like to one of them saying like, you know, even you were left off of uh, Bad and Bougie. And but you guys are like still rocking it and making good music and blah blah blah. And I'm just gonna say it was offset. I know it was take um, off. I'm pretty sure it was take off. <laughs> man, okay, <laughs> whoever. Like the one with the cuffs. He was the cuffs. One of them. All right, so <laughs> it was yeah, one of them. Take off. <laughs> All right, and then take off. I guess mu- he mumbled. To me, he mumbled. I was even like leaning in trying to say hear what he said. I'm just gonna say that. Well, you, I guess so. Um, but the whole thing, the host kept asking, like, "What'd you say?" And he repeated it, and he said, "Wait, come again? What'd you say again?" <laughs> and I guess what he said was, "Does it look like I'm off bad and bougie?" And to me, it was like the way I interpreted it was like saying, like. I still have my money. I still got a cut. I'm still part of the group. So, no, I'm not off bad and bougie because look at me. But the whole thing was that moment that's hit, of course, social media on all aspects. And the famous person in this was <laughs> Joe Budden. When they kept asking him this, he, you, his face just looked like as soon as they started speaking, he was done. He was, like, done with them. He already doesn't like them. He already thinks they're ignorant. And uh, or arrogant and uh, just just he doesn't give a damn about them. And so they're talking and talking. He looks at him. He tries to, like, say something, interrupt. It doesn't work. And he says, I think it's time to wrap this up. (laughs) And of course, everyone's kind of thrown up like, damn, all right, I guess the interview's done because Joe said the interview's done. (laughs) And the co-host tells her, yeah, we need to close it. And the host is like, you know, I'm sorry, can't talk much. And uh, you know, you guys are one of my favorite groups, and that was the trigger word because Joe Bun just got up and dropped the mic right in front of the Migos and walked away. <laughs> and then <laughs> everything went to shit after that because the Migos stood up and, you know, they're ready to go. And of course, Joe Bun just doesn't give a damn. He doesn't care. He has zero, zero fucks about anything. He just doesn't care. He walked away like he did nothing. And then, <laughs> I guess after the interview was over, he was like, you never know who you're going to see or something like that. And I'm just like, what's up with this guy, man? Can we talk for what? a second about the way they got up to fight? Because that was the most, their standoff stance was amazing. The way Quavo stood up first and the other two just got up in unison. Like, it's go time. Yeah, man. Like it was choreographed. Boys. That's a definition Migos, of boys. <laughs> Rolled up in cuffs, like, oh, are we engaging in fights? Okay, then. Oh, <laughs> that's the equivalent of a girl taking off her earrings, bro. He said, right. I'm gonna I'm roll up my cuffs <laughs> while y'all talking. Just go ahead and swing one time. But yo, man, I would have jumped up because they'd have been shot mad and shit. That would have been good. <laughs> oh, you hear me now, don't you? <laughs> But to be honest, I got two questions. I just feel like that was uncalled for. Like honestly, like Joe, really. I got two questions. One, why is Joe Budden interviewing people? That's my first question. And then two, 
who is the person who created that gif that's going around on uh, Twitter and social media of everyone's reaction as everything was happening? That person deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> yeah, that video I've amazing. laughed at that every day since. <laughs> to see everyone. <laughs> My favorite was that woman. That's the, the most talented person on earth. Like, oh shit, it's some drama over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that drama I see? <laughs> it was so perfect. And who, you said DJ Academic? Yeah. Yeah. Him fiddling with that microphone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that just took me back to like when I was about to get a whooping or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I did, mama. <laughs> well, you can hear know. yourself getting caught. You can hear him finding out what you did. You're like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad for him, man. Think of something. <laughs> man, I just want that video to play. I think I'm going to walk down the aisle to my wedding to that video. Yeah, I said it. I'm going to walk down the aisle. <laughs> nah, but that was amazing. That was amazing. I fell for that DJ academic guy, man. He was just trying to have a, a nice interview, talk to his fa- his favorite boys, and Joe said, "Nope, you're done. <laughs> We're done. That's, that's why I next." But interviewing people, I love that he doesn't give a fuck about no one. It's like he doesn't have to care about being like a good journalist or holding a reputation. He was just like, "I don't give. I don't care. <laughs> I'm done with this interview. I believe it." <laughs> like, what would you Bro. do if he was interviewing you and that happened? You'd be like, well, uh, <laughs> uh, are we going to do this over? Or <laughs> Does he know this is live? Is there, like, electronic issues? Or <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Should I follow uh, him? Or <laughs> hell? So, I don't know. Uh, I get, I'm assuming fun. they're probably now beefing for, for life. And then wasn't there a fight between the Migos squared or to the power of three versus uh, Chris Brown? There was some type of scuffle there. I don't know what actually happened. I haven't seen the video, but I heard that Chris Brown is claiming that he had no idea about how this all went down, even though he was right there watching it. It, (laughs) It's all shady. (laughs) No one actually got hurt, obviously, so I don't even know what the point. I don't know what's up with these fake fights lately. I'm guessing that's because one of them is dating uh, his ex, Karuchi, yeah. right? Yeah, I believe it's Quavo. So is like Chris Brown gonna fight every person? Everyone. That <laughs> is that like on his plan? That's on his agenda for every day. Like, <laughs> oh, she happy? Oh, let's fuck that up. Come right. on, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. God. Hey, oh, real wow. quick, speaking of Chris Brown's exes, so we got Rihanna out here living her best life. She which, is. by the way, Rihanna is so, I think I can say this. Hey, babe, don't listen to this part. Rihanna is so fine. My God. Okay, but it don't matter no more because <laughs> I think everyone she out here, I, oh my God, I feel like my Rihanna girl would agree. Gender. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my girl would probably fight me over Rihanna. But um, <laughs> Rihanna out here living her best life. She got her a new man. And I feel like 
this the new wave in uh, R&B and hip-hop is to go get you a billionaire from like the Middle East or Europe. Because uh, you see Rihanna is doing it. Janet did it. I mean, I would say Janet did it first. But uh, Janet did it. Did uh, Eve. Well, I don't know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Eve, Eve started this. Eve got her a billionaire and said, look, I don't even know what rap is. I don't know what none of that stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> but Rihanna's uh, apparently dating or allegedly dating this guy. His name is Hassan Jamil, and he's a Saudi businessman. His family owns a piece of Toyota and, of, of course, a, a bunch of other ventures. Um, and it's really creepy the way that we know this, but pictures popped up, I think, on Monday of like her and this dude in the pool with their glasses of I guess champagne and just you know doing stuff that rich people do while I was working I was looking at these <laughs> pictures so I would never know I don't know how that feels right now but hopefully I'll get there one day uh but yeah those pictures popped up and then it didn't take long for people to kind of I feel like we got a bunch of detectives out there in the world and they are not living up to their full potential but social media was right on it and they were able to one get the name of the guy two get like his history and what he's worth and what he does and then three uh uh push it all the way back to why rihanna and naomi campbell how did she get involved in this are apparently (laughs) beefing what? Well, the rumor is that <laughs> that this is actually Naomi Campbell's ex-boyfriend. And I guess Rihanna and this dude have been talking for a while. You guys know what they do on social media now, which is everybody knows who follows and who unfollows uh-huh. a person. So I don't know if you guys heard, but a few months ago, there was like front page articles around... Why Naomi Campbell unfollowed Rihanna. Again, guys, we got to stop looking at that stuff. Nobody should care about that. But uh, <laughs> apparently this is why. Because because Hassan said, look, Naomi, you fine and all, but Rihanna's sexy. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, get that wild thought off uh, with Rihanna. That's a DJ Khaled reference for you non-fans, but that's okay. You probably didn't listen to his album. Uh, but yeah, so... <laughs> What do you guys think about all this stuff? It's Rihanna. She does what she wants. I mean, low-key, I thought they were getting down in business in that pool, the first photo I saw. I was like, man, they're getting exposed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I thought I was like, like, what kind of camera is that? Damn. (laughs) Do you see me? (laughs) (laughs) Man, but she got her a billionaire. I'm happy for her. She doing her thing, and she did it savage style. There ain't nothing new for her, I guess. She been warned us. <laughs> Can't surprise us at this point. True. But I don't think it lasts. I think she's just having fun. Oh yeah, it'll be over in like it w- three weeks. He <laughs> he might be thinking it's going somewhere, <laughs> but right. She well, just having her fun. Already bought a ring. Like, <laughs> I probably would buy a ring for Rihanna off the first night. First date. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? <laughs> 
This might go well. I don't know. I want to be prepared. <laughs> I'm gonna put the key in the door. I'm gonna lock this down. <laughs> I'm gonna lock it down. <laughs> oh, you mine now. Oh yeah, yeah. Or okay, I'll be yours. No, I'm yours. <laughs> Bro, I'm calling nah, a but- mom. I think I found the one. <laughs> Before they up on the one, mom. <laughs> what y'all think of her song? Is that the hit of the summer? That's a good. Yeah. Oh, I like that song a lot. I like the song, but I feel like all of Khaled's music, I like it more when he plays like the fifteen seconds on Snapchat versus the full three and a half minutes of the full song. I think it's a cool song. I love the beat. I love the Santana. Um, what do you call it when you borrow someone else's track? Sample. The sample. The Santana sample. Uh, but still, like, have you guys heard this album? Yeah, like, I gave it a album. Trash. Yeah. yeah trash. You just want more. It just feels like everybody just said, okay, Khaled, I'll give you five minutes. And then I got to go back to whatever I was really doing. Literally. Okay, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Yep, that was basically it. It is a hype song, though. It's a hype song. Yeah, I bang with it. I'll probably be riding with it through the summer. I feel like it'd be something that'll definitely be playing while we out in the bars. What you think about Drake's new song? It was boring. The sign songs are signs, right? Yeah, it bored me. I barely could concentrate through it. Right. I think it's a little careful. slower. Be careful from before the Drakeettes or Drakeums. I don't know what they call them. So. Drake <laughs> the Drakeettes Drake before they come after you. They come after you. <laughs> I haven't had a good night's sleep since I talked about uh, Beyonce. So I'm just saying, you know what on your side? Don't do it, Rob. <laughs> hey, look, Drake is still one of my favorite artists, but that song ain't with it. They can't all. Be I think it's. I think it's too slow for. I mean, I liked it, but I think for a majority of Drake fans, they don't really like it when he does the whole slow song kind of thing. Maybe because it's the wrong time of year. Maybe like I'm, I'm looking for someone like get me through the summer. Maybe something I can ride out to the music right now. I don't need anything that's kind of slow. That's more like December vibes. All right. I just thought about something. I think I want to become a billionaire. <laughs> oh, you too? <laughs> what? <laughs> Tell me more, Brian. Tell me more. <laughs> I think I want to become a billionaire because if I become a billionaire, then I can get Rihanna, or I can get. I still want Janet. I just want Janet, and I can get. I I feel like I can pull. All right, I'm gonna talk about that off air, but yeah, I'm gonna become a billionaire. Oh yeah, and I want to be successful and all that stuff, but mostly the other stuff. All right, I'm done, Brian. <laughs> Brian, I got a question for you. Go ahead. You know that uh, um, video that was going around Twitter with Janet Jackson and that fan, and she had him strapped down My God. while she was performing? Would you survive that? Man, I tried to practice. I tried to like, <laughs> strap myself to my bed. <laughs> what? And, no, I'm joking. Oh, I'm joking. I'm wait, joking. wait, wait, wait. Who's <laughs> man's is this? Brian. <laughs> Man. I would be, <laughs> they wouldn't even be able to put me on camera, because I would have said some stuff, I would have tried to do some stuff, I'd be in jail right now. <laughs> some guys are stronger than me, I don't know how they did it, but God bless her. Yeah. 
I love you, Janet. I'll see you soon. Real soon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Like in a non-creepy way soon. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> we'll go ahead to our next topic. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about who we're going to drink to. We're out here doing some great stuff in these streets. So I'm going to go ahead and kick us off because you already know what I'm excited for. My man Jay-Z, the album drops to, well, tonight, basically, because I'm going to stay up and I'm going to wait for it. By the time y'all wake up in the morning, I'm probably going to hurt it once or twice. Uh, if I love it, it'll be three times. So I ain't going to hold you up. I, I... <laughs> hey, you you trying to slide us the connection? You already got a title account. I don't have to. I, well, let's just put it this way. I don't have title, but I will find a way to listen to it. Oh. So I'm not going <laughs> to incriminate myself. But I, I just know friends. I'll hear it. <laughs> I have friends. All right, Ron. And I, I'll share. Well, you know, we got a drink to the man, Russell Woodsbrook. How you say it, uh, Ron? How you say his name, bro? <laughs> How you say his name? <laughs> I don't know Rizzo, Rizzo. Rizzo, 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 Hey, really quick, is this NBA Awards, is that a thing? Like, yeah. has that happened before? No, that was the first one. So they don't do it every year? I think so, but I kind of feel like, so they're going to have an NBA Awards, and then they're just going to have an SP Awards? Right, like, the NBA does not need their own award show. They don't do that enough for that. This whole, this whole time I thought it was going to be announced at, like, the SP Awards, because it was taking so long. Yeah. To be announced. So Does I was like, oh, they're just going to do it then. No. No. It took way too long. Or is it usually you know, after the draft? Before the final start? That's what I thought. That's all I didn't like or is about it. After? it took, it took way too long to know what who won what. Yeah. <laughs> but just to be fair, the NFL, they have, their, they have an award show too. The NFL Honors or something like that. They do? I've never watched it, but I assume it's an award show. Oh. That's not like what you see. That's the one you like, oh, is that a football game? Oh, nah, you just keep going. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who they playing? Oh, everybody? Oh, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but congrats but to yeah. Russell. Russell, Russell. Um, Russell, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got somebody I'm gonna drink to. This is my brother from another. He don't know it yet, but he will. Uh, Chance the Rapper, who, I mean, going back to our conversation earlier, was honored with the BT um, Humanitarian Award for all of his work around Chicago. But I wanted to drink to him for uh, two things that he announced this week, which one, he's gonna donate his Grammy, one of his Grammy Awards that he won this year, swag him out. To the Dusable, I maybe said that wrong, but I know I've been here before. The Dusable Museum of African American Arts in Chicago. He's gonna donate um, his Grammy and some money there to that museum, and also he announced that he's gonna uh, partner with Dave Chappelle 
at his re residency in New York. Dave Chappelle is going to be at the Radio City Music Hall, I think from August 1st through the 24th. Uh, he got some, he had a lot of people coming. He got Chance, Lauren Hill, uh, Chris Rock will be there. And they're announcing people like every day. So it's, it's, I mean, I wish I lived in New York, but I don't. But going back to the original point, I drink to you, Chance. You my boy. Hey, flag him out. He doing great stuff. I ain't mad at it. Man, he making me feel like I'm nothing, bro. He's, going, he's 24. He's doing all his stuff. Right? I'm here looking for my right? looking for my first paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> what? Conrad, you the man, man. though. You the man. Yes. All right. Let's go ahead and move into our closing thoughts. So. I've been monitoring the inbox, you know. I've been keeping good track of it these days. I check it every other day at least. I still haven't seen nothing come in, so we're going to keep it moving with our own thoughts. <laughs> I thought we for real had a question. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I got y'all hyped to die. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, next time we actually get a question, it's going to actually be about something. That's what I'm trying to do, build some excitement. <laughs> right. But, yeah, if y'all do want to talk to us, you know, you want to talk about something you heard us say, you got an opinion you want to throw in, you got something you want to bounce off our heads situation you're going through or anything you want to talk about going on in the world, hit us up in our inbox. You know, the name is Who's Man's Podcast at gmail.com W-H-O-S M-A-N-S Podcast at gmail.com So yeah, since we ain't got no money that I want to talk to us yet, let's go ahead and talk about some of our closing thoughts. What y'all got going on? Kyra, anything in your mind? Yeah, man, so today mostly, Earl. Lately, I've been, like, seeing a lot of, like, uh, I don't want to put it that way, but it seems like it's, like, vegetarian, veganism versus, like, carnivores, uh, like, the meat eaters and stuff. So, <clears throat> I have a lot of family members who are vegan and vegetarian and friends, and uh, shout out to Miss Dom out there doing her thing <clears throat> with her uh, YouTube. It was it Meatless Haven? Meatless Maven. Go Dom. Maven. Go check it out on YouTube. <clears throat> so, we're going to go a little bit on the health side of this. So, today at work, I was talking to one of my coworkers, and she used to be vegetarian, and <clears throat> she's really into that stuff. And and then, of course, there's a bunch of documentaries on Netflix, and one of the most popular ones right now is um, What the Health, and I'm going to check it out, and I, I would like, everyone should, like, educate themselves about the food industry and what they put in their bodies and health. Um, and I think it's a positive vibe, whether you are vegetarian, vegan, or, you know, you like meat or, you know, whatever it is. And, and of course there's other reasons for a lot of people who go to those, um, lifestyles. It doesn't necessarily mean like, because you're a vegan or a vegetarian is like, you hate all meat eaters. Some people go to that lifestyle because of that's the way for their health to get better. Or, you know, they need that. They can't digest meat or, you know, all these other products that, with nowadays, like the amount of produce that's being um, manufactured or you know preserved, they put a lot of things in it. So a lot of people may not be able to their body to digest, and your body shouldn't have to digest all that. However, my issue comes with just like any other issue in the world is when people push agendas on other people's lifestyles. Yeah, and that's where I get like it gets irritating after a while, and like. So we talked about it at work today, and there was a thread PETA had on, twi on Twitter, 
Um, and it was like saying, like, give an argument to why bacon is is good. I think was that around? Because I actually saw it because you you felt some type of way and repeated it. <laughs> you <told laughs> I, did, I, think, I think the gist of it was basically saying, give us the best reason why you should be eating bacon. Like, convince them that you okay. should, why you should eat bacon. So there was a bunch. So I had, I just was interested, and I was reading the whole thread, and uh, you know, it was literally like a war between carnivores and you know, vegetarian and vegans, and like you could just see like just that little topic, just right there, how like the two different lifestyles were just like attacking each other about like, you know, because you're a meat eater, you you don't care about you know they cut the environment you don't care about animals you have no heart and blah 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 and then of course the meters are like you guys are pathetic you know living this lifestyle that you think that you know everything is like perfect in harmony and um you guys don't get enough nutrition and you and you know you're uneducated so it's just going back and forth going back and forth but my thought is is why is it that one for instance why is it that if someone who is vegetarian or veganism, not everyone, of course, tells someone who's a meat eater to like check out a documentary about just health in general, like watch this documentary about the, the meat you eat. You know, why is the person who's a, a meat eater get so offended, like as if they want to change you into a vegan? And two, if you're a vegan or a vegetarian, why do you feel that because you share that, that that person also has to become a vegetarian or a vegan? Like, why can't you, why can't people accept that, okay, you like to eat, you know, your lifestyle, that's you, you like to do that. Why do you have to push it onto someone else to, like, change or to be this? Like, you really should watch it, like, you really should do it, like, your health depends on it, and this and this. I'm just thinking, like, our ancestors, you know, people, I heard someone say, like, you know, because I eat meat, and I'm like, people said that, you know, humans shouldn't have ever been, um... We weren't built to eat meat and like our body wasn't built for meat. But I'm just like, if our body wasn't built for teeth, why do we have teeth called canines to help us rip meat, you know, and stuff like that. But so I'm just like thinking about that, talking about it and like, you know, okay, then there comes animal cruelty. There was a question about there was a threat about that and people attacking PETA like you guys are so worried about animal cruelty. But then. Um, there was a scandal or something. They kept sending links to PETA saying, like, you know, there was a scandal about you euthanizing dogs or um, or why isn't PETA stand up for that when, like, you know, shelters, <clears throat> I think a majority of shelters, when they can't get rid of animals, they euthanize them, whether they're healthy or, or not um, or healthy or unhealthy. So stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so I always think about that. What do you guys think? Like what as far as the agenda wise of vegan, vegetarian versus, you know, you meat eaters and how lifestyles come together because i mean like i said we have you know one of our good friends she's vegan and she's been ve- and doing it for a while and like she looks great she you know she's promoting herself and promoting her you know lifestyle in a positive way but then there's always the other side of it you know and that's the part that irritates me the most yeah i think it's always the judgment and conversion that irritates me it's like I have no problem with you saying, you know, hey, here's something I do that I like and here's why I like it. Or you get to say, well, you don't like what I like and that makes you wrong. You should be doing what I'm doing. And that's when it gets annoying. Like, let people make their own decisions and decide if it's right for them. You know, just tell them why you think it's so great. Don't get on them and try to bash it over their heads. Yeah. 
Like, I I appreciate that, um, and, and in no way am I saying, like, our friends do this. I don't, I will, at least to me, like, Dom, Austin, shout out to you guys. Um, they never, like, make me feel bad because I just want to have a burger or a steak, which I had a burger the other day, which was bomb. But, um, yeah, that- I do appreciate the fact that they care enough <laughs> about me that they want me to make the best decision for my health. Um, but I also appreciate the fact that they respect me enough that, hey, <laughs> I was, <laughs> if I want to kill myself <laughs> over uh, uh, over some uh, pork chops, <laughs> then you let me kill myself a little bit. Like, just let me be happy. Nah, but I get it. <laughs> Would you ever try it? Where I ever try like going to like doing veganism, I like ve- I like some ve- I like vegan food. I mean, my cousin who lives in Denver, he's vegan, and he took me he took me to some vegan spots, and it's great food. It's delicious. But to me personally, I think like life is a balance, you know. <clears throat> so like you should balance your health the way you try to balance your life. Like you're not just going to strictly eat meat. Like you shouldn't just strictly eat meat, you know. Or just to me, you just shouldn't just strictly eat greens, and like just like with everything you consume you don't you don't you try not to overconsume alcohol once you tip over that that balance then you beefing with your liver <laughs> you know it's like everything to me is like a balance in life so like and all these arguments about um actually one of my coworkers to me I thought it was a, a pretty good counter argument if some if you were to get in a debate with all this is like so what about the animals in the kingdom that eat meat is it because they were built to eat meat that why and like they're killing their you know the other animals and they're there's so the argument is like animals have feelings so there was an argument on the third saying the reason because someone said well plants are, are living they breathe they die they grow you know why aren't you guys so upward and it's like well scientifically plants don't have nerves and don't have this and they don't have they don't they don't have feelings but how do you know we don't know that just because we see a plant growing and dying doesn't mean we don't know it's pain or don't know it's, you know, it's losing its touch or, you know, it's just like those arguments to me are just like it's either it's either or. So just if you like to do this, do that. Do your lifestyle. But don't look at me because I'm eating a ribs or a burger that oh, I, I want to kill the dog that comes up to me next. You know, <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> it's just, you know, to me, it's just sometimes it's. That's just me personally. Of course, everyone has their own opinions, but to me, I just try to see life as a balance. You want to eat meat? Eat meat. Just don't overdo it. Throw some greens in there. Throw something that you know your body is going to consume and take in. And of course, those those health videos, those health documentaries, are I think are very important to for everyone, and to, especially in the black community to me because we already have that. Um, don't want to say necessarily stereotype, but stigma of like how we eat you know we eat oily stuff we like to eat chips we like to you know all these things that are processed we like i mean why do you think all the corner shops are stacked with all this junk food you know because we buy that stuff we like that stuff but i think it's a good point to like say just because you're watching it doesn't mean you can choose what lifestyle you want but just know what you're putting in your body and i think that's one thing also, <clears throat> I saw uh, our buddy Austin say, do that, and I thought it was dope. It was like, 
one of the people on there was a black male. He's like, you know, I like my meat. I like this. And he's like, but as a black male, I feel like you should, especially as a black male, we should know what we're eating. Like, because we think just because we can be active and do all these things and we can eat whatever we want, <clears throat> that's in the end of the road. You know, you got to think about your future when you're like 70 or 60, you know. Right. You're going to be hurting or you're going to be living. So I got a question. That's real. Let's be Preach. let's be honest with each other because I love y'all. But I want to be honest, like how, so I, I see there's like a 21 day vegan challenge. At which day are y'all tapping out? Well, I did the, uh, was it yes. 40 days and 40 nights of fasting? And that was not, you couldn't eat any meat. It was mostly like grains, wa- water, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like veggies and stuff and fruit. And I'm not going to lie, I can see how your body can want and fiend for something it's taken away from it. But then again, it's just a dry, like, will I say my body felt different? Definitely. I can tell I was more tired. I can tell I was, like, a little bit, you know, annoyed about stuff. But as the time, it's something, of course, your body can do. You can change your body to do anything. Like, that's why I agree. Like, you can change your body to do anything. But to be honest... I'll definitely want some meat at some point in that 21 day. But then again, it's like I said, it's your mindset. If you're going to do a 21 day challenge with just vegan food, then you should do it. Not just because it's a challenge, but you want to see if you're like how you're, maybe if you do it and you like it and then you, you know, become a vegan. You tapping out early? Two or three days tops for me. <laughs> I was gonna say I'll, I'll make it to Tuesday for Taco Tuesday. <laughs> That's about as long as I last. Like, oh, oh shit! Give me that chicken. Come on. <laughs> That's sad. That's sad. That's real. I appreciate you for breaking that up. Listeners, please. This is the this is the things we want to hear your side, especially if you're a listener and you're vegan or vegetarian, because all three of us we eat meat, so it's worth. Speaking from our standpoint, so whether you agree with what we said or disagree, I feel like it's important to like open dialogue about stuff like this. But hit us up. Definitely. Man, so right, I was Brian, thinking uh, right now and and hopefully you guys can like help me out with this. But I feel like we are back in my generation when black television was at just an all-time high. You had the Cosby Show. You had Fresh Prince. You had uh, UPN. All those shows were black. You had WB. Most of those shows were black. Uh, and now, fast forward to you guys' generation, and it feels like we're back there. I, I know y'all heard that that slight dig, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like what you don't realize is that we watched all those same shows. Like you are, I was there. I was dog. there. I was shooting shots in the gym. All right, all right. <laughs> chill, bro. <laughs> we were right there with the Huxtables. We were right nah, there. but look, I was. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I give full credit to Ron uh, for this. But the Carmichael show, I am a late addition to the show. I, I didn't watch. I think the first is this the third season? I want to say. So yeah, I didn't watch the first two, but uh, I have been watching the third season, and man, it is, it's not like 
uh, conventional, a conventional sitcom. It's a little different, but man, I enjoy it. I enjoy like seeing people on TV who look like me, who have similar um, opinions like I do, or see the world as I do. Um, and I think they do a really good job of like pushing the issue without making you feel uncomfortable uncomfortable like for instance um i have a real issue with the n-word and i am not a fan of it i don't use it i request that none of my friends who are in my presence use it in front of my or in my presence uh and the carmichael show had an episode last week where they addressed it and i thought it was so genius uh i'm not gonna go down the whole premise but I just thought it was so cool. I laughed out loud five times. I counted, um, and I just, I just appreciate the fact that like black people, <laughs> black television seems to be back, <laughs> like happening. It feels good. Like, what do you guys think? I agree one hundred percent because not only do you have a Carmichael show, shout out to my boy Turtle who finally got me to start watching it because I was, I was on my ass for a while. I slept through the first two seasons. But then you got Blackish, Insecure, Atlanta, Empire, Power. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple here. more I can't think about top of my head, but we out here. Some more. I think there are a lot more. Yeah. But And it just like you mentioned, it's just so great to see that and these all the shows that they have maybe similar vibes to them in the sense that most of them are comedies or something, but it's great to see ourselves in uh, such a variety of situations where there's something serious, there's something fun, there's something, you know, where we can laugh at, there's something we can all talk, just gossip about. Like, it's great to be able to see it all and not just have to focus on just one at right. a time and then fuck it. That's what we were in a drought, a drought for a little while. Yeah, especially on especially on networks that usually never had, like, a black sitcom yeah, or a black like, show on it. And, of course, right. like, right. I, I just want to, because right. I know we racked on BT earlier, but to give them credit, they have consistently, I mean, the quality wasn't always there, but they've given us black television shows with black stars, um, like, giving us a voice. So I do appreciate them. However, man, the stuff that's on now is just so much better. It's so, it's way better quality. I mean, Insecure, they're, um, I feel like I'm saying that wrong, like, Insecure, like, <laughs> like I'm a rapper. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the Migos <laughs> now. So I'm not trying to know. I'm the fourth member. I'm, uh, I'm uh, a dragon. I don't know. <laughs> but, nah, but Insecure just dropped their um, trailer for their new season. Man, it's so black. And it's so beautiful. And it's so cool. Like, to see these people on TV who are funny, who are doing the stuff that I mean, I'm not a black woman, but still, I see black men on the show, and I know black women who are like that, and that's that's really really cool, really cool. So great, and I also want to say a quick shout out to some of the, uh, what was that Luke Cage that just fi- finished? What was it? sometime mid last year? That was also just another great show to see like a black man out here just mm-hmm. taking over and doing superhero stuff. I feel like it's been a while. Where we right. saw someone out there right. like who's on our side and wasn't corny. I think that was like the biggest thing for me, especially with Luke Cage watching it, was the whole like 
black superhero. As much as it was pretty corny as it got going, but I just kept watching it because of that. I was like, dude, this right. is you don't get to see this much ever. Like, you I don't think get to see an overarching theme between majority of these shows is some dope soundtracks. Like the yeah. music is they just showcase some great stuff. I stay on Spotify looking for them. Like I be looking for those soundtracks. Like, I download Shazam so I can start catching this stuff. Like I need to know who this yeah. is. I mean, and obviously shout out to Atlanta, um, Donald Glover. Like probably, probably the blackest soundtrack I've heard on any show. Between that and Insecure, like it, yeah. it is just cool. And I don't, of course, I, I mean not of course, but I don't know most of the people, but. I enjoy like just hearing my people being the soundtrack to my show, and that feels really good. And of course, just before, because I would hate not to shout out like Shonda, Shonda Rhimes with Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. Um, it's just a good time. It got to be good to be black somewhere, so it feels like it's a good time to be black on television. Please, and. Since we're on that topic too, all no, I was ahead. just gonna shout out Black Panther trailer. Like, bruh, man. I'm too geek for that movie, man. Listen, me I already too. picked out my outfit. Like, it's gonna be an event. I picked up. It really is gonna be an event. Like, Susie is gonna say, "We getting ours." Like, we not waiting. I picked out my outfit and my drink. I'm ready. We in there. <laughs> <laughs> I got my dashikis right. lined up. I'm going to pick which one. <laughs> I'm going to carry a red carpet with me just so I feel good about it. It's <laughs> a black holiday. Y'all have to give me this. Excuse day me. Off. I won't be there. <laughs> you should know better. Okay. <laughs> Man, I'm going to feel so. But y'all, have y'all listened to that playlist yet? The Negro Spirituals? Oh, I haven't. Where's that at? So, um, it's on app. It's on uh, iTunes. It's been. I'm surprised y'all didn't see it. Like they've been talking. Like Phil was retweeting and he put it on uh, Facebook and everything. It's like basically a playlist of all like the hypest top like black artists like Nuck if you buck all of them on one playlist. Oh, you guys shoot me the link oh, wow. to that. I need to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. I wish it wasn't on Apple. I gotta find a way to listen to it. Yeah, I hope it's on Spotify. Yeah, it's called Negro Spirit Negro Spirituals of the Century by Dimitri uh, Dimitri Young. Hundred and forty four seven songs. What number was that? A hundred and forty seven songs. What? Damn, that's a lot. Nice. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Nice. I'm yeah, it's got like Crime Mob, Swag Surfing, Back That Ass Up by Juvenile. You got some Future, Meek Mills, See Murder. That's going to be the barbecue soundtrack. Hey, ready for it. Ready for it. <laughs> Walk ready It Out. Kendrick's, Kendrick's new stuff. We out here. There they go. Man. Go- freak, freaky Girl. Gucci. Hey. Trillville, man, they got everything out here, man. Man, feel so good by Ooh. Mace. <laughs> Mace and Bethel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need to see that link. Hey, speaking of, of yeah, um, so, yeah. barbecues and summer and soundtracks, this is left field, but 
Do y'all still wear, do you wear beaters in the summer? <laughs> Under my shirt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not just chilling. Like, <laughs> I'll just walk out with my beater on. Alright, so I, no, I meant like under your shirt, but I just stopped wearing, well, I haven't stopped like fully, like I'm not fully recovered, but uh, I just stopped wearing beaters under my shirt. Man, I feel like, I feel like extra, like, you know, like sexy over here, like your boy coming out for the summer, like, hey, let's go. No? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Where you going, this Brian? Yeah, I'm, I just want, hey, I'm a little lost, bad. bro. I, bad. I just thought I had a few friends out there. I ain't know. Maybe some of my listeners might connect with you on that. I've been wearing beaters for like 15 years straight, and I just let them go. So I was just hoping that somebody else out there felt me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and close it out. Everybody again, once again, if you wanna reach out to us and give us some thoughts, opinions. If you if you feeling Brian on the undershirt game, hey. let him know. You can contact us. The podcast for email I mean, email for the podcast, whose man's podcast at gmail.com, W H O S M-A-N-S podcast at gmail.com uh, You can hit us at our Twitter handles, you know, at TaylorMadeLife at bshock 5 at that fella Connie, you know, all, all those links will be in the description. Get at us. We want to hear from you. Go ahead. Would y'all got anything to close it out, fellas? My peoples, man. Have a good, safe, early 4th of July weekend. Um, hope y'all cooking real good. Barbecue some meat, barbecue some broccoli, some cauliflower, whatever it is. Just hope it's good, good vibes, and we'll see y'all the next time. Man, yeah, I just want you to pray for me and my girl. We're traveling to Europe next week, the week of July 4th, Um, and just hope you pray for us and hope that we have a safe trip, a fun trip. Uh, I hope I meet some, like, people out there. I hope I can use my British accent. Uh, I hope I can say some uh, French <laughs> words like merci beaucoup. I'm going to try that a few times. <laughs> you sound African more than you sound French there, bro. I'm going to just bring them all out, okay? I'm going to see what works, all right? <laughs> I'll report back on what was the best um, use of an accent, all right? But I appreciate you guys for listening. Yeah, we love you all. Appreciate the support. One love. Peace.